I'm Fred Stoller, but that makes no sense because you know I am because you clicked on this thing. Unless this is, or is this an all-encompassing commercial? <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I want you to check out my good friend Felipe Esparza has an all-things comedy web series called The Shop at YouTube.com ATC. And I'm actually in an episode. I'm not just saying that because I'm in one of them. It's... Uh, it's about two dudes who work in a Los Angeles marijuana dispensary. And Felipe was the season seven winner of Last Comic Standing on NBC. And he hosts the What's Up Fool podcast on all things comedy, this network. That's how I got involved in this. But that's not important. Please just watch new episodes of The Shop every Monday at YouTube.com ATC. The series finale is November 16th, so people will be tweeting that a lot. Okay, for more on Felipe Esparza, go to felipesworld.com. Yeah, what's doing? I think I want to try to do a podcast. A what? What's that? Well, I, well, I talk about what I do during the day and maybe conversations. Oh, because I never heard that term. So what do you put it on the internet? Yeah. Yeah, too bad I don't have it. I never heard that term before. Have what is the name again? A podcast. Pot? Cast? P-O-T? P-O-D. C-A-S-T. All right. I never heard that term. This is The Mild Adventures of Fred Stoller, and I haven't heard that silly opening in a while because we've been off six weeks because we work around the schedule of my special guest today. And, and it's, a, it's actually interesting. Um, she's, as I said in that commercial for um, <coughs> excuse me, Felipe Esparza's web series, I'm building up this intro, which you already probably know if you clicked on, you know, the the photo or the the thing, Amber. But um, a few things went down. Um, her her manager called me up saying we're not utilizing her. He was very upset, saying we may lose her to the Sklar brothers. That she's hot off this book she just sold, and you better get it together and. So he gave some uh, demands, not only have a whole episode with her, but we're gonna, I'm going to start the epi- these um, podcasts differently. I'm just kidding. No. She's, uh, <laughs> ma- do you have a manager, Amber Tozer? No, I just have a lit agent. Okay. Well, her lit agent called up and <laughs> demanding. She's got a book. She deserves better than just sitting there chiming in once in a while. We want to know who she is. No, um, actually, um, there's this guy, Sean, I don't know how to say his name, Trethway, who's a fan of the show, and here's some messages. Um, okay, I, I should have it queued up. Okay, well, one thing he said is, anyway, I like your, I, I feel like your endings are a bit abrupt and would be more, it would be more professional sounding with a tag at the end. doesn't have to be much, just a snippet of music, you know? All right, so well, I wanna, we, we've been doing this a while, but i got to figure, you know, yeah, I, I did a different is opening. Is it appropriate? Oh, and talk okay. if I haven't been well. Uh, all right, I'm going to introduce Jeff Mandel now. Amber, I, I I have such fondness for, but I have a little passive aggressive hostility of abandonment <laughs> issues. 
because when she goes away, I just brought Jeff Mandel here to show her what I'm stuck with, who her replacement is, who I can get. So this is just to say, Amber, don't do this to me again. If you're listening, maybe you listen to the Jan Karam episode where she did a joke on Letterman. She was ostracized from a family three years. Not only that, I just she's texting me. She posted. I'm supposed to go to her page. Now that we posted it. The the woman, the, her sister-in-law, is now mad again that we're talking about it. So you kept laughing hysterically at when she said a father hit her in the face and taking pictures and, and, and not knowing what for show. this week's Fred Stoller's episode. <laughs> so See, I can do that tag. I can do that tag sure. for you. That, uh, so basically, sorry, what? I have a little OCD. I like having a third. And so when Amber doesn't make it, she doesn't listen to the one she's not in. I'm trying to show this is what I get. So I please, don't Amber. To any of them. Okay. Well, you do, but she doesn't even listen when she's here. Well, I, I've, been, I, I've been listening because you asked me to, so I could figure out what to do here. And the two things that I picked up. Well, these these were your instructions specifically to listen. No, no, from the punch in the face to listen. Yes, and to not fall asleep. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, you don't have to listen, but just don't interrupt when she's telling a joke about Letterman and you think it's the Jay Leno show. <laughs> and no, do whatever you want. You're just you're I'm this is as if I'm I'm at the farmers market at the banana leaf catching up with Amber who I haven't seen in And six I just weeks. showed up and, and, and you're at you another buy me some coffee. And you're at All another right. table annoying us. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> yes. I can do that. And we're yes. I so can. so I so this is this is going to be fun for two reasons. I haven't seen her in I think 6 weeks and <clears throat> excuse me um I uh there's things as as long as I've known you uh there's a lot I don't know about you. What do you need? Oh no, I'm just I'm just here. This is much better for you, isn't it? What do you okay. Think? Nothing. We just some technical stuff. Okay. That's what I'm responsible for. Okay. The intros, okay. well, the right. outros, and so we're the at the banana stuff. leaf for pretending, and he, you're at another table. And oh, that's right. So okay. we're moving the chairs to block you. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. So basically, there's a lot I really uh, don't know about you. Okay. All right. Here's, here's me. Another. Are you talking? About no. That? No. Oh, I, oh. I, there's things about you that I could tell, and it wouldn't be nice. Oh. There's just insanity. Huh? He's one of these guys. You really think you're normal. I'm as normal as the next guy. Okay, okay. And you're Amber's lit agent's going to call old man. All right, go ahead. This I, is her. I'm this, going to listen. Okay. Whatever you need to do. No, no, please. Okay. Hi, Fred. Loving the show. How about an episode with just you and Amber? She's always there, and we'd like to know more about her. Cheers. <laughs> well, <laughs> this guy sent this message. So, and actually, I thought that's actually a, a great idea. And um, Amber, in our little... Uh, Getting to know each other, I feel like I'm a big brother to you. Mm, I don't know about that. You're more like a sad uncle. <laughs> right. No. Can we rehearse that? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just wait for her to do it. But, yeah. but the funny thing is about Amber... Tozer, who, um, yeah, I used to just introduce her 20 minutes in. So this was maybe two minutes. So this is the best I've done so far. And that we have a weird chemistry in that you're mean. Well, we did a thing where we were hosting, um, <coughs> excuse me, this thing about uh, uh, the, the live show. Where, uh, the she live w- show at Open Space. At Open Space with Fred Willard, Fred David Willard. Keckner, the mob story. It was so much fun. <clears throat> and she's interesting because she's insulting me but also laughing at my jokes at the same time. So um, she's great. I'm a little afraid to compliment her 
because I said, oh, this cute woman. She goes, Fred called me cute. I'm not going to fuck you. <laughs> and that's what I called unsolicited rejection. And uh, if I did ask, now I know. So she doesn't like compliments. And now I'm the weird older guy. So I get it, Amber. So if I say you're, you're cute or charming, you don't have to kick me. On the open space, she kicked me. And uh, here's another thing Amber doesn't like. She she once spit at me, you know, because I'm not ever going to fuck you. I go, I know that. And I said, Amber, uh, spitting isn't feminine. She goes, I hate when guys say that, you know. <laughs> Don't tell me what's feminine. I'm not trying to be feminine, Fred. <coughs> so I can't figure her out. But we're going to figure out this episode because <coughs> in one way I'm intimidated. She's angry, but she's so sweet and maternal in, a, in an interesting way. And incidentally, we're going to have her niece call, who is another thing, because um, in one way, you were so nurturing, but in another way, uh, and I want to read some of her favorite tweets, my, my favorite tweets of Amber's. She's really big on Twitter. She um, uh, She's always in Funny or Die, or Vanity Fair, the best female Twitters of the week. And one time you almost made the, the, the male and female, but it's, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Uh, no it's, uh, but she, um, so basically, okay. So in the, another interesting thing, you're both texting, but usually what happens <laughs> is, and it's fine. This is Amber's episode. Usually when she wants to wrap it up, as you can see, this is Amber's podcast. We do it when she's available. Um, I'm never going to have a sub again. Um, and it's over when she kicks me under the, all right, no more kicking under the table jokes. I guess no one's believing that. But no, she gets up. So this, this, so this episode, you say when it's over. Okay. This is yours. But can we go a little longer than this? Yeah. Oh, because she was getting up. And um, well, so sometimes we're go we'll go for eighty, ninety minutes, and it's all it'll almost be over. Like you think you're winding it up, and then yes, something but else then happens. A, then a story happens, or but Amber, and then I have to go sometimes. No, no, you you do, you do, you do, and uh, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, but it, it's funny. I was. Again, I always I keep saying it's things are funny when they're not laugh out loud funny. <laughs> it's the wrong adjective. But I was reading your tweets to find my favorite, and there's one we have that's similar, and no way in the world you stole it. But we we, <laughs> we have similarities, and I always keep saying in life I do most things I want them to be over with. Well, you you phrase it with you as seven thousand retweets and stuff, but you had one you want most you, things to be over with. Oh, I spend most of my time waiting for things to be over, and that's me. Like. Like if there's a party I go to, I, I'm excited. I go, at this some point I get to leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I get uh, an adrenaline rush when I'm walking out. And I should say at Amber Tozer, at Amber Tozer, one word on Twitter. And I got at you, we're going all over the place, but your Twitter thing got you a book deal. But we'll go into that in a second. But this podcast is one of the few things I do that I don't want it to be over. That I'm really most things I do, even sex. No, that's a bad joke. <laughs> um, but practically, you know, what I'm saying most. Oh, when you're sitting in the in the recording when I, when I met when we're with, so far, and this is another thing that I got insecure that I'd bring a third because you really flattered me. You said the last time we had Dennis Christopher, this is one of the few things you do you enjoy doing, and even though you don't always know who the character actors are, which is fine. 
I I feel good when you're charmed by them. How you adore Dennis Christopher and Mitzi McCall and Charlie Brill. So that really makes me feel good that you're not being miserable here. No, not at all. So, so I I feel like I should be contributing more because we want to do that. Well, but I think it's my fault. It's not anyone's fault but my own because in in conversations I'm usually the more quiet one. See, that's I feel, a, so like uh, I, I don't know. I think I'm just not much of a talker see, in real life. Really? Because you're a dichotomy. So, well, you did say you like to sit here and judge. You're very judgy. Yes, which, I do which, like all, to, yes. which is funny because <laughs> she's the most self-aware judgy person because we both – we've bonded over some Hollywood asshole superficial that pretend they're regular guys people. So in, and, and in one way, you're a contradiction because you are – judgy, like I always think she's going to go, Fred, wouldn't hurt you to work out with weights. Like, so are you judgy that way? Like no. you like what's cool? No. Okay. Okay. So, but you're a dichotomy. So you impressed with the big words? Yeah, no, I enjoy okay. that. Is this a contradiction that means? No, is you're this, very is smart. Is this Amber? That, <laughs> see, he made me laugh, see? I'm not regretting it too much. Um, so basically, in one way, she sits here quietly. She's, all right, this is my, this joke explains me. My favorite joke, which I've done before. Two Jews about to be executed. One says to the other, maybe we should ask for a blindfold. The other guy goes, Murray, don't make trouble. And I'm one of these guys. I don't want to make trouble. When I worked on Seinfeld, I didn't want Larry David to be annoying. So in one way, you're like this. But in another way, you're a firecracker in the fact, again, um, we'll talk about your book. You said, yeah, I got a bidding war and I got cocky. And in some ways, you're a kick-ass. Like we had a live show. No one... Got comps, except she brought six people in. <laughs> and then I said, Amber, I can't bring more people in. She goes, can you take seats away and tables away? <laughs> so in some way, you're, I don't want, I want to be in the background. In another way, you're like, we did an episode with Gino from Speedweed, gave out free samples. <laughs> and Amber is in the recovery program, and she took all the samples. Because she, she goes, these are mine. So you know what I'm saying? How you're a contradiction. In one way, you're like... Hey, I'm just in the background. In another way, it's like you're – I once dated a woman who was uh, – I forgot, 5'1", and she was aggressive. I'm not, I'm not saying you said this. Like, and she goes, I'm a one woman in show business. I got to be aggressive. Uh, do you ever say that? No. Okay. I never say did, that. Right. Did, you, I, 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 did, sure. did you really spit at Fred? No. Okay. Oh, because I like that. All right. No, no. It's just me embellishing um, <laughs> just to be silly. But so. Well, I feel like I'm like you in a way that for a lot of my, not necessarily high school, but I think a lot of my 20s, ever since I left my hometown, I've sort of felt um, like I've always been over apologetic mm-hmm. and wanting people to like me. And I'm hitting this phase where I'm growing out of it. Good. So I'm not as grace like I'm not very graceful about this newfound confidence or it could be bitchiness. I don't know. Right. So I don't know what it is, but I love but it. Like I'm really thriving on just asking for what I want. But you, and yeah, you like you you want you with this mob thing that you want. You know what I mean? Like you're so sick of being the the nebbish right. that you just want to like sort of be and a little really bit more sh- powerful. <coughs> I do. So, but at the same time, I want to do more another segment, but I hate bugging celebrities and retweet the tweet, the <laughs> link, and uh, and then I got to deal with, uh, you know, getting people down there. So I like 
I, I love this because, you know, we we're talking. We're not corralling in people and uh, stuff. But I want to do part two, and I wrote a really fun part for you. You like the fun part I wrote for you? Yeah. So, so um, yeah. I, and you even say, you go, yeah, I could be an asshole. And you intimidate me just a little where uh, just – but but I okay. So we we've made this promise before that you won't. I always think if someone doesn't reply to a text that I piss them off because other people have. So don't ever get mad at me because of a text. But all right. So basically, let me let me set up the dynamic. And um, also, we're gonna have a few calls. I want to. Uh, you, check my you, sister. You, her sister is gonna call because we want to get young people involved in the show and get the sensibility of a young person, what they like in a podcast. Because, um, you know, it's a lot of older character actors, so we're going to get a younger point of view in a few minutes when they call. So also my friend Joel I want to call. He's the guy I always talk about who lives vicariously through the food, the free food I get on shows. And, and he's in my book, and he's enamored with Amber. And it's funny, we were talking on the phone and his wife in the background said, stop talking about Amber. And and I want you to t- tell you, Amber, whatever you do, even if you're not contributing, talking a lot, it's spot on. It's, and people are really reaching out saying they like you a lot. What, has anyone said anything bad? Well, my mother always said no. My mother never <laughs> taught me anything. Uh, no, no, no. But, but how, do you, how no. do you do that? I need pointers here. I don't if I'm know. gonna, well, she sort I, of listens, I, except at the end. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I'm. Well, I'm I, pretty. I feel bad because a lot of the times, I um, don't know I'm who too the quiet, are. I'm too quiet. I don't know who they are until like I'll try to do research before, but I don't want to ask them the same questions that everyone else already asked them. Like, oh, you were in this and you worked with this. How was that? So, <clears throat> so I try to find a different angle, but sometimes I just end up being. Too quiet because you're, and, and, you're listening. But you to ask them. smart questions, <clears throat> and you, you know, the, and, fr- and well, and you guys, and there's already a com- like you guys are really into this conversation, talking about people that I have no right. idea who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I must say, it's very hard for me to get into this little click. Yeah, well, this is Amber's episode. Yeah, right? no, it's, I understand that. I'm, I'm and you're behaving very you, well. How do you? You've got to listen to. I actually edited it. This the only episode I ever edited of this was the one with Jan Caraman, Jeff, because <laughs> I was getting insane, and he was walking around taking pictures, and yeah, uh, and then and then he was in, trying is, to be a devil's advocate. I'm documenting it. He was trying to be a devil's advocate, going, "Well, you do." annoy your mother and your mother is your caretaker and I have go- very strong feelings about mothers right should we no this no, no, is, no, this no, is no this is Amber's well, episode well we'll talk about Amber's mother what is your mother Fred, I'm serious Fred's well, met my mom I met her mother her mother I met at Farmer's Market and it's like I almost you sometimes meet everybody at Farmer's I know, Market isn't I know. that great well that was actually we planned uh, you know I'm all over oh, the it's place a plan, plan. Okay. I'm all over let me well, talking about the farmer's market, um, first of all, I, I, and that's I also, where we met. Yes, well, let, let, we let, let, I want to tell the story, but right. I also want Joel to call later after your uh, sister, sister who's going to give the young point of view. Because well, my niece, my niece is going to call at three. That's the joke that it was. The, we, we're, they don't know how. Okay, okay. So, okay, so. Any, <laughs> this, I want you whispering. No, 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 what's just, going on? You'll, you'll, you'll find, find out. out. You'll find out. So, anyway. Um, the hell was I saying? Now Jeff's a better. You want to say something about the market? No. Okay. Yeah, Farmer's you did. Market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Her mother. Okay. Um, 
Oh, no, no, Joel. And Joel. Joel, there was only one episode Joel didn't like. Joel's the biggest fan of the show. And, no, maybe Sean, too. But he... Uh, and on the, there's another Sean who came on the show, and I, um, and he was saying, oh, uh, Mar- what does Amber look like? Oh, she's cool. And he goes, uh, I love how nurturing she was when Mitzi McCall and Charlie Brill were there. So you add a sweet nurturing thing, and but that being said... But then I mean to you. You're mean... Yeah, no, no, you're you're, you're just. Uh, I'm not going to. Uh, I learned what I can't do with you. So basically, and don't push it. Like Billy Crystal said, don't push it. But um, no, Amber. So okay. So anyway, we hosted this thing, uh, the live show, and my friend was going, "Oh, Amber's great, a great." And I go, "We we just for two minutes talked." Yeah, I wasn't really even in that. But show. then I then I listened. And I really not to be narcissistic. I would said, "I want more Fred and Amber." I really liked our chemistry. And Mike is Mike there or hiding? My, Mike actually, when we had this uh, little, um, we had a little Mike. meeting. Yes. Mike is the guy who runs all things comedy. And, and Mike, I, I, I really don't have a template for doing this. I did Felipe Esparza's uh, podcast. He'll be here next week. And what he does is he has a guest. He has this Rodrigo sidekick, and they start talking. Others have different ways where the – what's it called? Not Eddie Pepitone anymore. The uh, Jamie Flams. The long shot. They have a thing where they have segments. You, the guest, sit there for the first segment. Don't talk. They do their stuff. Then you could come. Then they do a third. So you suggested, you said, I wanted to start before the guest with a little chemistry stuff. But you and Amber developed that. And I really didn't really, until I watched the tape of me and Amber, now we're building this up like what the hell is it going to be? She's going to be afraid <laughs> to be mean to me. Um, I really think uh, I, I made up that the manager called yelling about that. But I really think uh, knowing her, She's great either way. She's everyone like uh, uh, ha- Rachel who hasn't been here or um, yeah, Rachel went uh, back to school. Shout uh, out to Rachel. Ra- yes, that she Hi, goes. Rachel. I love what Amber brings. So even before this, fix it. So, it's funny because I don't feel like I. It's not like this. I'm gonna be and don't like, put pressure. Say, say bad now, things about myself, but honestly, I feel like I'm too quiet. And no, no, no. So but maybe people like me because I'm quiet. No, no. But when we had a when <laughs> we what what. Now, you know what this is? This is like this is like I'm putting too much pressure now. This is great chemistry. No, but I do think up front it, we do need to have like some sort of banter, talk about the week. What, happened? what do you think, Mike? Yeah, I just like if you guys, even if it's just you guys catching up with where you've well, been. Well, that's what like, this whole episode yeah, like is supposed to be. Stuff, like personal mm-hmm. stuff. Totally. Or well, maybe, what, maybe we can get talking. Yeah, or just something like I was texting her. I, I was I, – I, my analogy is he would know this. He likes old TV shows. I, I didn't – the phrase – do you know what dragnet means, that She's phrase? She's going to call in one minute. Okay. A dragnet is when they – cops bring everyone in. You get you get there. Throw them in the room. And that's the way I feel when I'm in an audition, like caught in a dragnet. So I, I text Amber when I'm talked into things I don't want to do. Amber is cool because she is helping me stand up for myself, not – be with people I don't want to be with. She's. I feel like I'm a pussy. She'll call me a pussy if I do these <laughs> things. So I can't complain to her. And I, and she really helped me sever things from my life. Yeah. So I you're really him, helping me kick ass. Thank you. I'm glad because sometimes I'll, I'll listen to you complain about the same thing over and over, and, and then I'll say now it's your fault. Yes. I, exactly. Now it's your fault if you 
and, say yes anymore, exactly. I don't feel sorry for And that's you. why I want to complain because then she'll be, you know, treat me like you were a, you're not a man if you keep complaining. And I have severed a bunch of things because How of you. How do you, you. Feel? I feel? I feel great. And someone is doing that to me. This woman, some psycho, keeps texting her, no, emailing her, calling her up. And I said to her, I said, I won't name her name, Jan. No, I said, no, <laughs> I said, Jan, your call is on. You the could phone. stop oh, this. Oh, our call. Okay, on. this is a, a young point of view. What they would like in a podcast. Okay. Uh, what's her name? Well, the, Autumn, are you there? Yeah. Hi. Hi, Autumn. This is my sister, Autumn. Hi. Hi. Hello, Autumn. Hi. Um, <laughs> so, and we are going to uh, we're going to talk to my niece Zoe too. Is Zoe there? Hi. Hi. <laughs> so, Zoe, what a young point of view about podcasts. <laughs> okay. How, hi, how old is Zoe? Hi, five. Hi. Five. Hi, Zoe. How are you? No, she's three. Oh, three. So. How good? Where are you right now? Is this uh, on? Yeah, she's. She just give her some time. She's at a cabin. Zoe, um, thank you so much for letting us exploit how cute you are. I tried exploiting Amber. For, Let sorry. her talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to give her pauses. <laughs> I'll shut up. Now I'll be Amber. <laughs> um, Zoe, can you say hi, hi to my friend Fred? Can you say hi, Fred? Hi, Fred. <laughs> Do you remember meeting me? Wow. <laughs> I had fun meeting you, but you pushed me, remember? <laughs> it runs in the family. Huh? I knocked you out. I knocked you out. <laughs> <laughs> she knocked me out. Is Amber your face? I saw the, the, the video where you danced the uh, dance with Amber. Who do you dance? <laughs> wow. Do you want to ask her? Zoe, um... What is the best thing about Amber? What do you like best about Amber? We're trying to figure out how to exploit her for the podcast. What's her best attribute? What do you love about Aunt Amber? What did she say? She has a funny hat. What her hair? Her hair. My hair. She likes okay, my hair. So, so this is, uh, all right, I, I'm trying to, I don't know Amber that well, so I want to figure out what's her best attribute, her hair. All right, well. <laughs> Zoe, um, can you um, sing like Bob Dylan for us? Can you can you sing a little bit like Bob Dylan? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I know that song. Thank you. Wow. That was you or my she sunshine on, Bob Dylan. You are like sunshine? Let's yeah. get that on video. And <laughs> yes. yes. Well... I, I really enjoyed meeting you in person and talking to you over the phone, Zoe. So you're having fun in the cabin? Yeah. Aw. She's adorable. How, how, how about a vote of thanks to, to Autumn, who's, yeah. who's been doing this? Uh, Autumn, uh, Autumn, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? She's, uh, my sister's pregnant. She's going to have another baby girl. 
Wow, two baby girls. How do you feel about that, uh, Zoe? Autumn. Autumn. No, the, the girl. Oh, Zoe. Zoe, do you, are you excited to have a new Zoe. sister? Okay, come here real quick. Are, hey, are you excited to have a sister? I'm excited to have a sister. Well, this uh, this is going to be the sweetness podcast. Uh, All right, I'm building up how edgy Amber is. But, uh, <laughs> All right. Well, well thank you so much for calling Autumn, in. Autumn, thank you so much. You're welcome. I love you guys. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. Oh, aren't you going to send them Bye. a book, an autographed book or something? Don't you? Yeah, uh, maybe. <laughs> so... All right, okay. so, so so we're going to, from now on in, uh, Amber and I will just catch up for the week, but we're going to now catch up six weeks. No, no, no. Um, <coughs> so, <coughs> excuse me. So, basically... Um, Al Magical, I bumped into McFelipe Sparza's uh, wedding. He told me about his podcast network. And he said, you know, uh, he, he knew me from Mark Marin, So he planted the seed, but I didn't know. And then I did the long shot. I said, oh, you don't, you can just come here and they have mics. But I was kind of obsessing. What would I do? I thought I had to have some hook. And then I, uh, bumped into Amber at the farmer's market and, and then I went to, what was that show, Mike, at the uh, Meltdown? Yeah, the live podcast with uh, Bill Burr and Al Madrigal. So we talked about it, but I still wasn't sure what to do. And and I was trying too hard to have a hook. And then I thought, why don't I just have conversations with people I like? Simple enough. Yeah, and you wanted to make sure that you got your stories out. Right. And, and so Larry Hankin, a character actor... Um, I love stories about people being written out of shows, bad run-throughs, all that stuff. So I uh, was I we do these on Fridays. So Friday morning I was at Farmers Market, um, going to uh, I, I missed a part. All right, I skipped. A, I met Amber. <clears throat> I don't do stand up so much, but someone had a show where it, it was like your first time doing stand up. Oh and yeah, you tell we a story. Had to, we had to. Recreate the first time we did. So yeah. Amber is telling a story that I love giving guys blue balls. I love blue balls, they... blue balls. What was it called? <laughs> you blue balls. The expression, the expression is blue balls. That's, Not blue right. balls. Blue. I said blue. You said ball. Okay. And she goes, yeah, I love frustrating a guy. You bring him up, you turn him on. That was and... one of my first jokes. And, and yeah, but I thought you were really doing that bit. And, and then she was all pissed off because <laughs> someone was going on stage and said, could you watch my dog? Oh. And you go, what the fuck? I'm going to watch your dog. You just abandoned me at a fucking dog. I hate dogs. So that was I my imp- But that was my impression. That's how I interpreted Amber. Like a guy liking to torture guys and hates dogs. So I'm figuring. And you loved me. So I'm You're figuring, wait, what? this woman, Jesus. So so she's, so she's on stage going, I don't, you don't leave me with a dog. So, yeah, so, another comic was like. So oh. then I started talking to her. And she she goes, yeah, these people are here because I'm really big on Twitter. I went, all right. I yeah. She said, people came to see you just oh. on Twitter. So then I look at you on so – she goes, all right, yeah. I said, I'm not so good on Twitter. I'm trying. So then she um, uh, she goes, I'll, I go, I'll follow you. Then she – I saw she had a 1,000 Twitter followers. She goes, 
Um, uh, maybe I'll follow you. No, I, I remember you had. I thought you had an OCD. You didn't. What you like? You oh, thought I had it was nine, cool. I was following nine hundred and and you thought people. it was cool. So I said, you don't have to follow me. I, I th- thought you that liked was it was cool. That like you had nine ninety nine. That was go, the funniest thing that you said. Right. I go, don't follow me. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Yeah, it's cool. So and then we followed each other, and then so then I bumped into her at this aggressive woman <laughs> who scared me. Oh, then I read your tweet. <laughs> And on, and on Twitter, you were going on. Person left me with a dog. Like you were even tweeting about it. Like how dare they? This person, this asshole. So I said, okay, okay. But then um, we no, we met at Farmers Market, and we were. Uh, well, no, I, we ran into each yes. other at Farmers Market. We hung out, and, and then we ran into each other again. The day I was the doing the podcast, the day you were doing the podcast, and, and I you said, "Hey, Do you want to you want to sit in with me?" And um. And this may get you mad if I give you a physical compliment, but... Oh, you invited me because you... No, no, no. Not, hey, you need a cute woman. No, you were randomly there. It's a good thing I didn't bump into Jeff that day because this is, this is really... Huh? What? No, no, meaning you randomly at the market, but yeah. this, tur- this turned into something I really value. I'm saying uh, that. Really? I really, I'm almost getting teary eyed. Uh, I really missed you for six weeks. Uh, uh, I really value it. Like I said, you're you're making me man up a lot, and um, I'm sorry. I really, I really like you. I don't mean that way. No, I, don't, I, know. I don't mean to scare you. You're one of my best friends. Yeah, now. and we we bonded over lunatics. I won't name names. We've met yeah, through we, this, and lunatics are very uh, attracted to Fred. I get one once in a while. I get delusional people, and um, but oh, the people that Fred attracts. It's it's incredible. Wait, yeah, but I right at me. We point at you. You're right at me. You've got some too. You got and some. And me too. too. <laughs> I'm the one that's that's. So, I hang out with you. So all the basically, time. you were apologizing, going, I uh, I didn't wash my hair, but I I like that picture. <laughs> I think you're very cute with that the hair like that in the glasses. So don't get mad at me. I give you a physical compliment. Oh, because um, I was I yes. didn't take a shower that day. I my like hair that was, look. Like, yes. Greased back with yeah. my glasses on. Yeah, and with the glasses. I got new glasses. I like that look. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so basically, so that's how we met, and I met your mother uh, at the farmers market. Who I have to say. I was I was talking to her about my favorite thing: delusional people needing uh, to delude yourself. You have a creative thing to keep yourself alive, and she was fucking getting it. And I go, "This isn't like a chore being hanging out with someone's mother. This is someone I'd want to talk to." So I don't know why Amber's messed up. Coolest mother. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hate when people say your mother's sweet, but uh, my mom is cool. My mom is really she's amazing. We bump heads a lot. I think because. We're the same person, but approach life completely differently. But you know what freaked not freaked me out, but so I really bonded with her. I felt, and then, um, so then Amber had one of those things. Hey, me, a bunch of people, and my mother for dinner, and there was a table of twenty eight people, and I always have anxiety <laughs> oh, at yeah. those. I if sit I at the end, and they're party. nice, and I, I just even when people are nice, when I'm at the end of the table, it so, Fred barged in. We're all like, there's I don't know, there's like twenty of us or whatever. Right, Fred barges. <laughs> And I'm trying. I'm ordering, and Fred like comes up and he he interrupts. He's like, I can't, I can't stay here. I can't stay here. There's too many people. What? I don't know. There's gonna be this many people. Like, I'm sorry. I got. I was like, Fred, get out of here. Go sit down. And so, then he sat down, and everyone loves him. And and, and but no, but your mother didn't seem to remember me, so that got me nervous. She kind of nodded. About? I guess I thought we had this great bond. 
She loves you. Okay, okay. It was just a busy, like it was a busy table and my niece was there and stuff like I'm that. I'm texting Joel a call because one thing I'm nervous about is um, um, sometimes he says on the one podcast we did I didn't like that people didn't feel included. Mike, do you feel people have been included in this or is this to inside me and Amber? No, I love it. I think it's great. Okay. I think this do is you, what your audience needs. Do you like our podcast? I love this podcast. It's one of my favorite uh, stories, you know. Uh, that's happened to me with this network is because Fred had something to say and uh, like he didn't know he's like a natural born podcaster, but he's clearly really passionate about it now. He really loves it. He's a great interviewer. I love this. This is one of my yeah. favorite yeah, is, things. You I, are a good interviewer. This is one of my and favorite things. You're a, you're things. a talker. I do. And you know, I'm going to try not to interrupt people so much, but I, again, I like having people. Yeah, you people, do interrupt people a lot. And I and I, I listen to it. I go, I'm sorry for interrupting. So I, I'm annoying, but I'm, I'm sorry for being annoying. So I'm going to try to be better. I'm going to try to be better. I, I, I really like what's happening here with with the three of you. With, I mean, yeah, I like Mike just, on here. Yeah, too. Mike, Mike being there. Mike on the mic. You get it? Is this sweet nurturing? Is this no? But this no, is, it is. Yeah, see. Are, are you trying to manipulate us? No, yes. no. I'm trying. I'm trying to be more like you. Oh. You know, I was intimidated by podcasts, and I still am because I know a lot of it is like I did a I did a Periscope. Hey, you can have this. You know, these testosterone comedians on the hipster. So I hope what you appreciate, Mike, is it's not the typical people on every aggressive comedians podcast like dude i fucking did my new hour netflix special and i fucking crushed <laughs> you know what i mean hey fucking get the merch that's how i interpret get the comedians or, or hipster things mm. you know what i mean either they're hipsters cool or they're fuck man when i was in buffalo i'm coming back dude i don't know <laughs> so this podcast is basically yeah. just like bragging about our podcast here i am an well, asshole mike was complimenting me and i interrupted i know. say some more i'm gonna really try not to interrupt should i not no okay okay no i love this podcast and it and it's only just begun really so this is like a long journey and uh you're you know you guys have found this chemistry that's fantastic it's magical really and it doesn't happen for every show. I mean, a lot of people start podcasts, but is know. are are a lot of podcasts like slow burn? Like is it a, is it a slow build, or are, are a lot of them a hit right out of the gate? I think the ones uh, sorry, like a I Todd Barry that. right out of the gate. If you're one of those guys, sorry, I'll shut up. What do you think? Well, that's the thing. Like, there's no rules, so any you know you can kind of do anything you want. That's the hard part. Is is when I'm talking to somebody about starting a podcast, is getting them to kind of embrace that freedom. But when you that's said, my slogan. But when you said long journey uh you don't mean today right <laughs> does it feel like it I no i know so. i just i i, I parked it so i only have well two sometimes <laughs> if you're a guy that's a regular on joe rogan or things like that right out of the gate it may be big but i'm hoping people you know like my book my book is not a bestseller but the ones who love it like the movie friend Vinny, really love it you know what i mean and that's what i want this to be the ones that reach out to me on Facebook and Twitter saying, I love your podcast. Yes, it's not the, the hey, let's do doobies, you know, even though I had a, I'm a hypocrite. I had a pot guy on here. But, uh, you know. I love pot. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't <coughs> done it in, in a week. I'll, um, so I don't, I'm not doing this much. But, you know, so is that what it is? So some niche ones, like, like I was on the show uh, Wiretap, Jonathan Goldstein, and the, it's like NPR. It's the ones that love it really are loyal. Is that right, Mike? Yeah, and then your audience will just grow over time, and you nurture that audience, and you respond to them. Like social media is awesome. You know, it's like Periscope and all that has now become kind of part of podcasting. Bert Kreischer, he's on Periscope all the time. 
I saw one where he was waiting for his guests to show up, and he just pops <laughs> on there real quick, and he's talking to you, and it's immediate, and it's you, you're engaged, and I love that about well, it. Well, when I met Al Magical, when I, I talked about it, I had a lunch with him. I said, <clears throat> I'll do it. I'll do one every week if you don't care about ratings, if you don't care. He goes, just you do one every week. I don't care what it is. I go, this is what I want, creative expression. You know, we're in a world where we're wondering what networks want. Oh, what is Yoohoo? What is Amazon looking for? We're trying to fit into puzzles. So this is the one thing where we can express ourselves and hopefully people find us. Yeah. You know, so uh, so basically, um, yeah, and again, I am so appreciative that, you know, uh, they put the money up, you know, to do this thing, and uh, we'll do the green screen stuff soon, and and, and vi- videos, and well, that 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 would be good. I wanted to ask you, you know, professional to professional, do do you have problem without the camera? Because I I don't know where to cheat my look. What do you mean? He's you know, making a, a bad joke. Oh, <laughs> it's audio. <laughs> no, but I, well, that's why I, I, oh. I gotta get used to that. I'm I, like, well, you were you were filming earlier. I was. That's why I do it. <laughs> but Amber. What? These are things I don't know about you. Now, you're from Colorado. You came to New York to be an actress, a writer, a comedian. Uh, again, this is... Uh, well, I, I, did, I, I, I didn't do... I went... No, actually... Yeah, I grew up in Colorado, and then I moved to New York uh, right after college. One-way ticket, two suitcases, no job, no apartment. No agenda. You know. Yeah. The only thing uh, I know about you, and I'm interrupting, is you used to sell mattresses. Yeah. I'll shut up. Okay. Yeah, I used to sell mattresses on Craigslist. Well, I I moved. um, (laughs) He's laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Where'd you get the mattresses? (laughs) We really did that podcast. No, I. I... (laughs) (laughs) He had a. You get it from a warehouse, like a wholesaler. Then you buy it, you jack up the price. Everyone does this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then you like, like strap friend, it on top of your car and deliver it. This, this petite <laughs> woman putting mattresses on a car and driving around selling them. All right. Um, <laughs> no, I had I had a huge drinking problem. Oh, that so then you insane. could lift it, yeah. And I think I started doing stand up. I start I moved to New York just because I wanted to. I think secretly I wanted to be a comedic actress, which I never really tried, but I eventually started doing stand up only because I was drunk all the time and I thought I was so funny. Like, people would tell me I was funny, and I took it really a little bit too seriously. And I was like, someone better give me a microphone. And then I started doing stand-up. So when you did stand-up in New York, did you do, like, the uh, the comic strip things or the alternative, alternative rooms? Alternative rooms. Yeah, I did a lot of the alternative rooms. Occasionally, I would do the clubs. Like, I did Gotham. I did Caroline's. Um, but for the most part, I was in the alternative scene. What was interesting, the only time I saw you uh, do stand-up or story was at Open Space. And it was interesting. It was a great mix of storytelling, but with jokes. Meaning, you know, when you're talking about, I like being alone. Uh, I like how you own it, because I've had shame my whole life. You're always alone, Fred. My mother goes, what's wrong with you? And now I'm like you. I'm going, fuck it. I like it. This is who I am. I'm not judging myself. I love how you owned it, and you did a bit about it. I think I'm just, yeah. I used to judge myself. Yeah. Well, it's especially because I'm, you know. You're attractive, so it's okay if you're alone. It's your choice. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, well, I'm getting older as a woman. You know what I mean? It's like I got to have kids soon or something, or I think I should. Well, but read I the don't. book I gave you. I know, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to have kids. But um, it, but you. I think for me, I've been overthinking. Like something's wrong with me because I don't. Um, 
I like being single. I like being alone. And I'm not lonely. I'm very I, – I I'm out all the time, but I don't <coughs> like coexisting with another person. Well, it's funny. You should say that. And it's, again, not laugh out loud funny. But all these things I, I was depressed about and judged myself for, now I realize I'm embracing them. Like I know people, they're always on these internet dating things, and I think they really don't want a relationship. They think they want one. And, and you know, and you know, so I think – I used to think what I wanted, I really maybe didn't want. Right. And and for me, I think it'll – like if I meet somebody who I compl- – and then I want it, then I'll want it Exactly. Then. Not for the sake of but it. But I don't want it – but I also don't think I'm biologically normal. Right. You know? I, 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 I have this – now I'm speaking seriously. Uh, I don't think that people in a creative line of work – should, I don't think they can be good parents because you either you're either creative with well, your. What's the book as you should read? I gave oh. you. I gave her a book like that. Oh, did I write it? No, no. Oh, no. go ahead. Wait, it what sounded, were you going to say? No, but I, I you, 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 most of your mind, most of your time is taken up with thinking of these creative ideas, and you don't have time for kids. You're either creative with children or you're creative with your material. Right. I think if I. I know. I wonder about that. I, I feel like I would be either really neurotic and overprotective and be too much of like a control freak but with they, a kid but, or I don't want to resent or I'd be like, oh, my life is over. But but, my, I, but, but there are women who, who, who do have who, – who can do it both. Like, no, no. That's the, that's the public impression they give. They're, they're, they're in their study and the kid comes in. Mommy, I, you know, Johnny pushed me on the – listen, I'm, I'm on the air tonight. I have to get this yeah. material straight. Just uh, uh, talk to me tomorrow. Right. That's, that's what happens. I don't know. Or else – or... so, so you were doing um, – you came just because you wanted to live in New York – and, from, uh, what, from where in Colorado? Colorado. Pueblo. It's a, it's, Pueblo. No, yeah. I know Pueblo. I, yeah. I, I lived in Colorado Springs for, for almost a year. Springs? For what? I, I was making Robo Chick. That's where you made it? Yeah. <laughs> Springs is interesting. Yeah, we shot in Pueblo. So I, so <coughs> Did you the, go to the Dewdrop Inn? The si- That's yes, my mom's restaurant. Not, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I must have seen your mom. Maybe. Maybe before she had you. Oh, I'm dating myself. In the sev- early seventies? <laughs> no, no, this was in the nineties. But, but. So you think I'm like eighteen? This, this is my delusional imagination. Yeah. I um. So then you did the New York scene, and uh-huh. and um, I know you. Is that where you became right sober? Off. No, no, I was a, a raging edit. alcoholic all the way up until, and then I moved to LA. Kept drinking, and then two years after I moved to LA. Um, I got sober, but I sold mattresses for almost two years when I got here. Wow. I thought it was hilarious and it was good money, but then it became like my real job because at first it was funny. I was like, I can't believe I'm making such good money doing this. I can't believe I figured out this racket. And then, and then I just was like sort of spiraling into depression and I needed to sell mat. Like it, so it wasn't just a joke, like ha ha ha. It was... I gotta deliver the mattresses today. What brought you to LA from New York? Did you go? I want to try to get into acting, or or like? I think I just wanted to. I felt like New York had beaten me down. (coughs) I thought it was the city. I didn't think it was me. I was like, maybe if I, maybe I just need a slower pace and some sunshine. And uh, I just went through 
a pretty intense breakup, and he was in New York. So I just thought it's it's a perfect time to come to. Now, LA. one story you told me is you dated a guy who beat up a bum on a date. Is that the guy? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when but I. But it first... was only trying to impress you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Yeah, that's in the book. I I started to see this. You're guy. a lot of. Uh, we'll talk about the book and. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we were on a date because there was a group of us from work, and he was – he has a crazy switch. I feel like certain people, when they drink, they become a completely different person. A lot of people just become a mag – like a – you put a magnifying glass on, and they they are an exaggerated version of themselves. But some people do a 180, and he was one of those people. Let me ask you – And he beat up a homeless person with an umbrella. Let me – and, and were like, you, like, cheering? Me, me. <laughs> no. Oh, you – The cops came and everything because it was at a train station, so I think that in Jersey – and uh, the cop showed up. Was the umbrella the homeless person's umbrella? No. Oh, let me, that let would have been cruel. I mean, let like, me ask you something, Amber, <laughs> and what you just said, because I know n- not anything about alcohol like you do. I'm not saying that in a in a you know a way, but I you know I knew my my friend's wife used to go. I'm a mean drunk, and until you said that, and I still don't buy it. I think. If you if you if you're a mean drunk, then you're kind of mean. When Mel Gibson did his rant, they go, "Is the alcohol?" Tell me if I'm wrong. Could you be a really great person? Then you're a yeah. complete asshole. Well, it or? might be some suppressed stuff that's going on, but I think for the most part, a lot of I'm sure it's buried in there. But when they're sober, they wouldn't do that. Well, look with me, um, I have hostility. A lot of it's at me. Let's get you drunk. Are you mean? No, but the thing is, uh, my hostility is very uh, irrational. Like if I'm in traffic, this fucking guy in front of me, and I'm I'm aware of when I'm irrational. Like, oh, you, why do you have to like buy food in front of me? You know what I mean? Well, he's buying food (laughs) like I want food. So my hostility (laughs) is completely irrational, and I'm aware of it. Or Stuff like that, but if I'm drunk, I'm not gonna like go to a party and go, you know, whatever. Mike Flynn, you're a fuck, you know, whatever. No, you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna go. You fucking bump me for Harlan Williams, you know, or something like that. You know, I. So my hostility is more, like I said, uh, my 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 new. The handle is going to be the rational lunatic because now I'm very aware when I go. It's a mantra in my head. I'm being irrational. Like I'll go this asshole or this, you know, anything like on, th- you know, things. Yeah. So I, I, ne- I never bought when people go. I'm a mean drunk. I thought you're you're mean, but I'm mean. All right, but I don't know. I, so, some I'm uh, telling you, I have had people in my life who I adored, and the second they got drunk, everything changes about them. Do you have you have you ever? Do you guys know people like this? Yeah, I've been that person. <laughs> okay. Are you drunk? <laughs> no, but I've been. You know, when you're young and you and you don't know oh, young, your limits yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm sure I've been really hard to be around. You know. And, yeah. You know, and there's some of those relationships, you know, that you can't really repair those, you know. I've yeah. never I've never tried ecstasy or or Molly whatever that is and I I want to open my mind, but I'm afraid if I'm with someone, I'll go I love you and if it's a guy or girl, it's not making out. Someone said it makes you do that. Does it? What? Ecstasy? Yeah. I've done it in a like couple of times. Like you just like go- it, you just get real touchy feely like. Okay. I don't but, know. But but the but the feelings do last. That's why I'm calm now. Really? Okay. Yeah. Are you on Ma- Molly, <laughs> Molly, Ma- Molly, okay. and Pumpkin. Okay. <laughs> no. he, he does a lame joke. His stick is it sounds, How is this a joke? it sounds like heartfelt, and it's like, and then I sold, like he was doing with Jen Karam, he was no, saying, Ma- 
I, I just want to, you didn't plug in any of my stuff. I have a deal with HBO. For three ninety five. you get three weeks free. You know, so that's a stuff to you. Well, well no, you, I, get, I get points for that. You okay. know, you get, you get extra month. But, but Molly uh, and Pumpkin Pie... That's a great. I, the reason I got into pot late no, and life, you lose weight. You because I, I like that it expands your life. I mean, your life, your your true. mind, and you see things. It's uh, the physical world is only one aspect of reality. It's not reality. It's reality, and you have to cross streets and not get hit by cars, and you know, and mm-hmm. don't walk off buildings uh, in that way. And you got to pay rent and don't show cats, but. <laughs> That's how it's reality, but it's not really all reality. It's a sliver of reality. So, Amber. So, you want to open up? I like opening up my mind a lot. Again, it's all that hippie stuff. That separation is an illusion. All this thing about let's fucking guy. I I really feel it. We're all one and all that stuff. And you feel like that when you smoke pot. And and it stays with me, yes. The indica is the body hide. The sativa and the, uh, what's it called? The edibles really do it where. It's just a sliver, like I said, this physical world, but everything, it's just a a microscope in the universe of what reality is. And I really feel that whole, oh, us against them, or or, uh, I I don't judge myself, I don't get as many acting parts as I used to, or, you know, or being with a woman, I'm not, you know, it's not, I don't judge myself, those real world stuff, or or I'm closer to 60 and 50, and you should be this. So it really helps me with that stuff. Good. Really, and it stays with you. So I want to set up Amber's success story with a joke. Now, um, uh, Jerry Seinfeld said something funny, which let me tell you something about Jerry Seinfeld. Um, I worked with him as a writer on Seinfeld. He's very funny off the cuff, just just sitting around, really spot on. He's um, so, So Paul Reiser met his wife, who was a waitress at a comedy club, and he said, that's going to keep uh, uh, waitresses fucking comedians for another 20 years. Because they're going to go, hey, uh, a waitress met Paul Reiser. He's a multimillionaire. So he said he, he, he did good for the next generation of comedians. You know, that a waitress at a comedy club met Paul Reiser. So what I'm saying, I, I'm obsessed with delusional people. And this is setting up an Amber Toza story. But I met some woman who's really big on, uh, what's that thing? Not Instagram, um, Vine. Uh-huh. Uh, I forgot her name already. With a B, um, not Brittany Furlong. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> she has seven million followers. Jesus. She's and she was telling me that she, they give her like ten thousand dollars to put like a uh, butter cake in the background and stuff. And so then I get delusional, go, I'm going to start doing vines. You know, and mine, you know, I get like you know whatever twelve. I get like maybe. Whatever you know, what I'm saying. I, so we, I, we I, I did stories. a vine with you. I I, I tell the the your right. So yeah, I'm getting a lot of sponsors. So we hear those success stories, like the Paul Reiser. So then we, you know, <clears throat> people. A lot of us go, "Why am I on Twitter? I put so much energy into Twitter. You never make money." That being said, um, the basic, biggest success stories happen when you don't have an agenda. You're doing it to express yourself. Amber is great on Twitter. Uh, a literary agent sought her out, said we should try to do a book. You sold well, a book with a well, here's with the a uh, bidding war. Okay, you you know the story better than me, I bet. Well, <laughs> um, I tweeted a joke about needing a job. Base, I said something like, 
I just bombed an interview and now I'm selling stuff on Craigslist. That wasn't the tweet, but I <laughs> gave very specific reasons why I bombed an interview. And uh, now I'm selling stuff on Craigslist and this guy, Peter Steinberg, responded, have you ever thought of writing a book? And I was like, who's this guy? I didn't know. And I Googled him and he's a legit lit agent. And we started um, DMing and uh, exchanged info. And I wrote a – he helped me develop this idea. It's called Sober Stick Figure is my book. It's sort of Diary of a Wimpy Kid but for adults and it's, <laughs> it's about – adorable. So, sober Stick Figure? Sober Stick Figure. Okay. And I illustrated – you can you can read the story without the illustrations, but there's 286 illustrations that I drew. They're horrible, and uh, it's just my story of alcoholism and recovery. And um, but I wrote up a proposal. It took a few months, and then yeah, I sold it. With, like, with a bidding war, what does he say? Yeah, yeah. Well, they say, six I, they publishers. Say, yeah, six. Pu- I, I I know a dozen people that have self published. And I'm mm-hmm. and I'm not no no, no, no Jeff no, we I'm can't serious. go into this but to have a bidding war he'll he'll, he'll again he'll he'll some no, story that a guy self published a science fiction thing no. and made millions of dollars oh no, that's Jeff, true that's yeah true. I don't want to hear but, that but, story but I'm not, he's not a friend no I, she's I, got a great saying, thing going on that's what I'm saying I'm trying right. to I'm trying Thank to you. be nurturing and sweet okay he's being sweet all right but he'll tell me things like he'll tell me some stupid marketing he'll tell me some marketing things someone did go you got to do this you know respond to everyone you know right. A negative review of yourself, and you know, so you got some stupid. He's being nice. I, I, he is, but, but I do, but but I do have some great ideas. If you and want, to his get ideas are insane. Afterwards. But, but uh, I thought you were giving her your ideas. I, 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 I've, I've no, nev- he's giving me a compliment. Let him no, finish. Right. I, to have a bidding war on your material—that's that's incredible. It is. It is. And thank you. And Fred, um, Fred couldn't move his book. Brilliant as it, it took is, ten years. He could move it for ten years. Ten years. It was eleven. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but th- that's amazing. And it, the, the amazing thing is, is like a lot of people are like, "Why am I on Twitter?" You know what I mean? It's so frustrating, no. especially really funny stand-ups who just um, they just aren't into it, and that's fine. But I've always enjoyed Twitter well, for so many different reasons, and I've never, I've never, I've never done it for. Yeah, I, you it, do it because you enjoy. I it. I love it, and, and then, of course, getting a following uh, reinforces that behavior to keep doing it. But I. I love coming up with those short little jokes, she's and I don't, and yeah. I never expected anything really. Again, to what, what it's so it. sweet is she didn't have an agenda, and um, we're gonna have a lot of fun because we're gonna well, let's Mike. Let's. I want to do like a monthly show at Open Space or somewhere else where we we have a panel. We talk either with uh, actors, writers, and then sell our books. And we'll do it. We'll do it in conjunction Fred, with Amber. It's it's okay now, but but that's extra money to go on location with this equipment. Don't push it at this okay. point. Okay. But um. <laughs> well, oh yeah. Uh, we're gonna, we, 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 yeah, so let's uh, – maybe we will, we'll figure out – we'll do the new mob episode. We'll do it at some time when it's convenient. But we'll, we, you know, we'll do book events and I've been doing book events and even I'll do one where no one shows up like I was in Huntington Beach. But it's still that cliche, the book is my baby. Uh, it's the – as I said, this in the podcast where I express myself and when people reach out, like I said, I'm being repetitious but – when once in a while someone is really moved by it, all right, I'm going to brag. I'm going to brag. Do it. This guy said that he thought my book was sort of like Jay Catcher in the Rye, Holden Caulfield. I don't buy it, but 
but I'm bragging anyway. But, you know, when people are touched by it. So basically, <coughs> you were just gone six weeks because you were just celebrating. You finally got the book in and, and you were just having fun. Is that what your trip was? Yeah, I finished the first draft and I just finished the second round of edits. But I just wanted, I wanted to get out of L.A. for a bit. And my... My dream is to be a travel writer, so I wanted to take a, a trip and sort of experiment, even though I want to be like – I want to go to developing – I want to go to other – like far away. But in my delusional head, I was like, I'm going to travel around America for six weeks and like start a travel website. I didn't do – I was so tired but <laughs> from finishing. I feel very – I, it was too soon because I turned it in and then like three days later, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this whole travel website. I physically could not do it. You need to decompress. Yeah. I, I didn't give my time. so, I, And I discovered that I'm not that great of a travel writer. <laughs> I'm the worst. Like I'm the worst at like painting a visual picture. I think I'm good emotionally to let you know what's going on internally. I, but like, I went to this – I went to Montreal and I went to Notre Dame, the, the beautiful church there, and I tried to write about it and I was like – it's fucking awesome. Like, I can't, like, that's all I wrote. I'm like, I can't, I'm the worst travel writer. So maybe I need to. What do you like about traveling? Being, I just like, I like not knowing where I am. I like not knowing who everyone is. I sort of like being invisible wow. in a place I've never been before. See, I'm not that adventurous. I like, if I'm on the road, I like to go, oh, this is PJ Chang's and know what I'm dealing with. And I'm a creature of comfort. I love being by farmer's market. Being able to w- run home if I need the bathroom, or um, or just if it's too intense, and I well, also I'm pathologically attached to my cats. Well, mm-hmm. now I'm just sadly down to one. <coughs> so basically, mm-hmm. I like I like a, I have all these dreams. I'm back in Florida with my mother, and um, and speaking of dreams, Amber, now you tell about you cursing out Mike Flynn in one of your dreams. Oh, let me try to remember. I had a dream. You pitched him an idea. <laughs> yeah, I pitched you an idea. And uh, it was more, it was are like. Are you dreaming about me? Yes, I did have a dream about you. Oh my God, let me try wow. to remember real quick. I, you want you. me to, let me know if you yeah, want yeah, me to refresh yeah. you. Right, so, so basic, I e- did I email it to you? I email it to you. Okay, go ahead. No, no, no. You, you said, uh, this is where Amber <laughs> intimidates me. Um, you, you had an idea. And In maybe it was a feminist idea. No, you you pitched an idea for a podcast. And yeah, Mike, it was And Mike called, said, I don't know. It was and called went, you crazy. You fucking don't get women, you asshole guy. <laughs> no. I'm taking all things no. comedy down. No. No, no I know you your dream. This. I'm just kidding. I'm arguing with you what your dream was. I, I, I know. I'm just, That's it's a joke. Good. <laughs> so, okay, I remember now. Okay. I went to you and I was like, hey, I want to do a half hour podcast and it'll just be like crazy stories. It wasn't even a good pitch. (laughs) And you were like, well, and then you were like on your computer and you were like, well, is it going to be about like with sexy girls? And there was like a sexy (laughs) girl on your computer. I was like, no. I'm like, no, it's just conversations. I'm like, God, why can't any? And I just started, I just went on this like feminist rant and you're like, well, we're not going to do a podcast unless it's sexy. And I was like, but you said, (laughs) you said you're going to take down all things comedy. Yeah, I'm going to take take them down. down. Yeah, I was going to tell everyone. She's going to go head to head with Bill Burr. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how to respond to that. (laughs) I do look at sexy women on my computer. Oh my god, see, maybe I knew that. No, but well, I mean, I know all kinds of I was going to do a tweet, and then (laughs) I thought Amber would see it and and, and yell at me for being anti woman. What what was it? What was the tweet? (coughs) Maybe it's not funny, but 
on my block, when women walk dogs, no, anyone walks dogs, and maybe it's not funny, but my observation is when dogs shit, it's more women that don't pick it up. Like, oh, I'm attractive. I don't have to pick it up. All right, it's oh. not funny, but I picture you going, yeah, 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 yeah. What? I know, but but I, I, I want to say I understand so, my. So I have a, an invisible what? amber what? in my head when I'm tweeting. So I'm I'm very careful not to. What, do you, get what in were that. you saying? No, about I was Mike? just saying I I, I I'm with, with Mike on this. Not not every great podcast has sexy women, but every podcast with sexy woman is great. He's right? agreeing with Mike <laughs> in the dream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say that. Yeah, he likes the the dream. He's agreeing with the dream. You. But you, but but Amber, you created that dream, and I'm I'm trying yeah. to relate to you. Yeah, yeah, I know it was so random because I was like, because it was you, and like we were standing right over there <coughs> by the computer. I was like, hey, I got this idea for a podcast <laughs> where we're just, and it was a horrible pitch. It was like, you know, we just talk, and you're like, that's right, what mine yeah. is. <laughs> well, that's what all podcasts are, but it wasn't really. I feel like there should be a little bit more specifics involved but you're like oh yeah like sexy girls <laughs> i like wow. it I, uh, I i rest my case so one of the things i i, I i'm trying not to be too annoying to amber and, and, and text her too much there's a thing you do i, I, I do too well, I, I think you are trying to be annoying otherwise you wouldn't keep saying that, that you're trying not I'm to trying. be i'm trying at least I try. But you're, you're trying to you're trying to elicit There's an, an aggressive response from her, and I can see why she's very good at it. <laughs> There's inadequate with tweeting. When you want to wrap it up, you do a thumbs up. It's like the conversation's over. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, yeah. What's it called? The, or just like one emoji. Or one anything. emoji, but some people don't get it, and they keep it going. But one of my okay, maybe I now you have what's your tweet about if you had a you'd be a better success in life? I should have my computer open to I had your favorite tweets. Like, are we going to do our best today? Da, 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 da. Oh, it's yours. I guess Fred, I don't remember. Are you gonna live? Yeah, I don't. Are you gonna live? Are you gonna live today? Like it's your last. I'm not. I'm probably not gonna do shit. Stuff like that. <laughs> Stuff like that, or uh, I'd be. I probably should spend more. Uh, I don't drink, but I, I'll just. It's so pathetic. I'll be on the computer doing looking for new jib jab videos, and, and, and I'm trying not to annoy you too much. But I, I, I just jib jab is where you put people's faces and they sing demented songs on these little dancing characters. <laughs> and what I love about it, in my sick mind, is these jib jab videos and songs and dances. Like I, you know, make as much sense as the fucking real world. The real world is is more insane than us five dancing to uh, happy. You we know. Like I love jib jab videos. Maybe they could be one of our sponsors. <gasps> yeah. Fred sends me a jib jab video like every other day, and it's <laughs> and hilarious <laughs> because there are these dancing cartoon characters to, to popular music, but we always put faces of people who are annoying that we think are <laughs> lunatics that we both know. Yeah. And so it's but all of a sudden we'll be like, well, <laughs> like one of them there's about? one you know this is how out of touch I am I'm learning new songs from Jib Jab I didn't know the song Cheerleader or uh, <laughs> you know and one guy's Amber's Cheerleader or um, so yeah uh, basically someone d did want to be a sponsor and I gotta ask you that um, he said and he goes maybe Amber could read my book um, so oh I shouldn't uh, alright so yeah so little things <laughs> 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 but uh, again um Amber, uh, a a as I said, um, 
I'm really glad I bumped into you at Farmer's Market. I didn't randomly, uh, whatever. Again, I really value whatever. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm not good Thank at. Thank you. I'm I, not good I at, love doing this. Uh, it's it, 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 it is so random that we ran into each other that day, and and, and you know, I've been here almost in every and, single podcast. And I'm I not, like it, and I'm gonna try. I'm going to try to be better at. Talking more. No, no. First more. of all, I you're think, like no, 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 no. I like that you don't. Say I anything. think it's funny that she has <laughs> she has no idea who any of these older character <laughs> actors are or knows any of the movies. But you don't have to. See, I gave you a copy of Breaking Away after Dennis Christopher was here because I thought he was so adorable, and I'm I comp- love Dennis and, Christopher, and and I just want I just love him, and I just said I want you to see what he looked like back then, and. And, you know, not to do research because the podcast is over. So that's why I gave it to you. Yeah, and I watched Anna after Sally Kirkland was on. <laughs> do you know Sally Kirkland? <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, she had great stories. And uh, really fascinating. Shelley Winters. And, um, yeah, so basically, I think, okay, so from so, now So I'm on, getting the picture, what you do. It, it doesn't matter if the person is famous yeah. or not famous. If... If they're interesting and you're interested in them, you 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 pay attention. Their stories are interesting, and you listen. Yeah, and I, I, I just can't do that. No, no, <laughs> Mike. One of the other great compliments I got, um, Gina, who designed the logo of this, which I'm so I think it's so good. It's, it's really good. Um, she she'll listen and she'll go. She had no idea who Robert Foster was because I loved him. I was so moved by his story. So to me, a big compliment is is I hope people start listening even if they don't know who the actor is or the guest i know it's hard i know you get more downloads if you get like you know um bert kreischer or something but i'm hoping people just enjoy it enough where they'll enjoy it and go i want to listen to this one even if i don't know who this actor is so what you yeah, you do bring is it's not i've had some people sit in who are film buffs and they do help but you don't need to be that you know, I had Sean and uh, a guy, Mark. Oh, that guy, Mark. Wait, was he the one that printed out? Yes, everything? yes, yes. He was See, more a savant. Because yeah. he just, he like, you, he just knew every single title. He was like, so you were in this and you were in this and you were right. in this and you were in this and you were in this. Sean is very passionate. And yeah, you don't have to be that. But sometimes. And I'm like, I don't know anything about anything. But that's why sometimes it's fun to bring in someone else so, you know, he can ask those questions. So basically. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, I, yeah, I love the idea, Mike, of each one from now on. Um, it's funny because now I feel nervous if someone's sitting and waiting for me and Amber to do. And maybe we got to think of a thing called the Amber Alert or Catching Up with Amber, a funny title. <laughs> like, well, maybe what, what like a segment? Segment? Yeah, like our Amber will be uh, our, the, the Framberling instead of rambling because Fred and Amber. Oh, that's Framber. Um, that's a good one. And Mike, any other notes or things just to keep building on this or like to. No, you got to just let it happen and show up and be present and talk about what's on your mind and share what's going on in your life and people find it fascinating yeah and we we should just start up front with a little banter mm-hmm. and then and then lead into the, the and talk guest, and whoever and then, the guest is and, and and have an ending like sean yes well that's just not me well, texting and getting you've up been and listening leaving. to the fred and amber show <laughs> well, no. with special guest mike thanks there's your tag for the guy <laughs> <laughs> and amber like i said i look forward to Doing book events, I've I've done some. We got to do some together, my Yes, and and my book's not coming out till May, but we got to. No, there's out. so many. Go to Barnes and Noble. You do like 
Okay, um, I'm doing Book Soup in January, but you're doing conversations. Uh, I'm doing it with my friend Carrie, who has a book. Um, someone uh, in, uh, what's it called, where I just was, Santa Barbara, said, you want to come to this place in Ventura. So wherever people want to hear me talk about my book, you listeners, as Do long as... Do you read from your book at these? Your, or is it I'd, I'd rather not. I like doing a conversation, either... Talking to you, or or like I talked with Andy Dick at the Grove, Barnes and Noble. I, and, I did. And by the way, seriously, for eleven years, you were talking about. You know, I think I should write a book. And we were hanging out at Barnes and Noble in those days. And and how amazing that he wrote a book and then had his first <laughs> public exposition was, of it at Barnes and Noble. You know, to Dick. me, just, to me, I I'm not that smart. Where I. I I, I I could read a what's this called David Forster Wallace book the thousand pages and get it but I love looking through bookstores opening them smelling them wanting one day to be in a bookstore and it's it's but you again I'll never make you didn't manipulate yeah. that you didn't manipulate that. I'll never you make money because of the lawsuit and, and a, I wasn't in a bidding war but I don't care I got such a insanely low advance. But the joy of getting a check for even a small, small, small check for a book, as opposed to acting in voiceover is a great, but for a, it could have been a $10 check, and it almost was, but it didn't matter because that's something I wanted to have a book. I didn't think I want a book for money. I just, you know, so I'm so heartened. So almost, you people listening, if you have a place around LA, I'll go to your I'll go to your book clubs. You read my book. I'll sit in at your book club if it's in the vicinity. Um, and and I really love doing that. So Amber, we're going to do a lot of fun events together. So yes. So at Book Soup, I did an in conversation with Tom Kenny, this voice of SpongeBob. So I didn't really read from it. But then he did things like he 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 randomly said stop at a page, and then he read as me. I was what. His impression, Kathy Greffer, and and she said, "I am wet. Let us have sex." So, so he was imitating me reading from it. So, and you're imitating him, imitating yes, you. Yes, he doesn't. Great. He doesn't like, like Rain Man. So, uh, wrapping it up, uh, I don't want to have an abrupt ending. Thank you, Sean. If you like, I'm this, trying to help you on that. But go ahead. Okay. If you like the podcast, now, Mike, it helps when people subscribe and do a review and uh, rate it. Is that correct? Yeah, do that on iTunes. You know, give it some stars and a quick review is a big help to the show. And we want to thank uh, Ralph's Kroger for the water that we've been. You know, I saved my water from the first time I was here. Wow. So also, <laughs> also again, any of you, please tell your friends. Um, uh, we'll be talking about Amber's book when it's closer to May. Um, again, I, I'm almost teary eyed because, uh, I'm a, you know, a guy that shut off a lot and, um, thank you, Amber. Oh, you're welcome. You know, thank you. um, yeah. <laughs> Jeff. And, and it was great getting to know you and getting to know Mike. And, and it's uh, a good thing. I want to thank you for joining us uh, today. See, that's we'll my see problem. Thanks. I don't Thanks. want it to end. Thanks and I keep taking I, my spot. I, I don't want it to end. <laughs> it, it, I keep going. It, it feels good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just all right. We're gonna say a, goodbye. Not in we're a professional do this. way. We are gonna do this together. So, do some people have outro <laughs> music? I guess too, huh? You saying, Mike? Uh, some people do, but it's okay to just end and. and and Mike, you again, thank you yeah, for your thanks, hard Mike. work. You you work here, you do it, and you help with extra things. There was one where Dennis Christopher wasn't talking into the mic. 
and you fixed it, and it's perfect. So thank you for all my neurotic questions, and sometimes it doesn't load right, <laughs> and it doesn't go on iTunes. So thank you for you your know, accessibility. Working, you know, working with you, Fred, on this show has been one of the most rewarding parts yeah, oh of my, my whole experience with All Things Comedy. Aww. So oh, God. No, it's fantastic oh. to see this show uh, just get up and running, and then you getting comfortable, and now you starting to really open up and really take it places. So I'm really happy with it. But I will tell your listeners to check out all the great podcasts on allthingscomedy.com. Oh. Uh, Ari Shafir. Who quick. could you name yeah. a few of them? Everybody, Bill Burr. Jesus. We have, um, yeah, Burt Kreischer, Your Mom's House with uh, Tom Segura, Christina Pazinski, Jen Kirkman, I Seem Fun, Eddie Pepitone, Pep Talks. We have just a million great podcasts, so check them out. Thank Come you, out. guys. Thank you, Jeff. Right. You, you, I don't regret this, having you here. Thank you. And I'm sincere. Well, that's a, that's I was a, a little a nervous, big, to That's be a honest. big jump. <laughs> and I appreciate that. And remember, this is the only podcast where we could meet Amber. What? No, she doesn't. No, that's <laughs> Bye. Oh, man. That was beyond more than therapy. Thank you, guys, so much. Aww, that's, that's exactly good. what we wanted it to be, right? It was great. You know, you were a little nervous about doing a solo. Like... Well, 